98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. Tonight's headlines. China's Politburo announces the Communist Party will open its five-yearly National Congress on October the 16th. Here, the government says schools will have to have 90% of students triple jabbed by November in order to hold full-day classes. And the High Court has upheld a police warrant to search the phones of Jimmy Lai, the founder of the now-defunct Apple Daily. China's Politburo has announced that the Communist Party will open its five-yearly National Congress on October the 16th in Beijing. The meeting, which typically lasts about a week and is held mostly behind closed doors, is closely watched by analysts for clues on the country's future direction and leadership succession plans. The 20th Party Congress will be presided over by President Xi Jinping, who is expected to secure an unprecedented third term and consolidate his status as the most powerful Chinese leader since Mao Zedong. Hong Kong has recorded another 8,848 COVID-19 cases, 237 of them imported. 13 more patients with COVID have died. Dr Chang Shuk-Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection says the authorities are expecting a further increase in the number of infections. Dr Chang was also asked whether a new requirement for schools to have 90% of students triple jabbed by November in order to be allowed to hold full-day face-to-face classes would be effective. I understand the Education Bureau has advised some prudent measures to prevent the spread of the COVID into the school, such as testing before they go to school. So I have no other uh, comments on that. TVB has postponed this year's Miss Hong Kong pageant after five contestants went down with COVID. In a statement, the broadcaster said everyone involved would have to take PCR tests and the rehearsal and publicity work would be put on hold. The executive director of the Hong Kong Tourism Association says the number of quarantine hotel room vacancies has doubled following the shortening of the quarantine period for arrivals and the end of the summer peak season. Timothy Choi was speaking after four of the 68 hotels taking part in the quarantine scheme decided to opt out before the current phase ends in October. Mr Choi said whether the remaining hotels continue into the next phase from November to February will depend on demand. For example, during Christmas or even Lunar New Year, I think there will be more citizens who really wish to travel. As for how many, it very much depends on the resumption of flights to tourist destinations. But we can be sure of the number. In response, the Health Bureau said the four hotels had opted out of the scheme for various reasons and that it would mean about 1,500 fewer rooms, but it added there were still close to 25,000 quarantine hotel rooms to choose from. The High Court has upheld a police warrant to search the phones of Jimmy Lai, the founder of the now-defunct Apple Daily, by throwing out his legal challenge to the warrant. Violet Wong has more. The detained tycoon, who is charged with colluding with foreign forces and other offences, had earlier filed a legal bid to stop the National Security Police from searching his two phones, which he said contained journalistic materials. The judge, Wilson Chen, said press freedom didn't mean such material couldn't be disclosed and that the paramount consideration should be the public interest. He said this included a need to investigate crime. 
The president of the Law Society, Chan Chak Ming, says he'll make more overseas visits during his term so he can clarify what he said were misunderstandings about Hong Kong's rule of law and the judicial system. Mr Chan made the remarks after he was re-elected the leader of the body. He said the SAR's reputation had been somewhat tarnished in recent years and that the Council of the Law Society was responsible for helping to put things right. I intend to go out more, to travel internationally, to attend international conferences, to explain how it works, i.e. there's a, a system in place to make sure the defendant's rights are protected. Um, if the defendant is not satisfied with the outcome uh, of a judgment, there is a very established mechanism for him or her to appeal. And a look at the weather, mainly cloudy with a few showers and thunderstorms, very hot with sunny intervals during the day tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 28 and 33 degrees. There will be some light winds. The outlook, more sunny intervals with showers and thunderstorms in the following days. Showers will ease off and it will be dry and very hot over the weekend and into early next week. The current temperature is 29 degrees with humidity of 81%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Police say they have arrested three men on suspicion of murder following the death of a 35-year-old man yesterday from multiple stab wounds. Two of the suspects, aged 35 and 39, were arrested in Shamshoi Po. The other, aged 27, was detained in Kwantong. Several big mainland cities have escalated COVID restrictions with Shenzhen closing more businesses and Dalian locking down millions, renewing economic uncertainty and delaying the start of the school year for some. Frank Young has the details. Longhua, a Shenzhen district with over 2 million residents, has closed various entertainment venues and wholesale markets and suspended large events. People must show proof of negative test results within 24 hours to enter residential compounds, while restaurants have to limit the number of customers to no more than half of their capacity. The new measures will be in force until Saturday at least. They were announced after 35 new local COVID infections were confirmed in the city, up from 11 a day earlier. Lu Hongzhou, the head of the Third People's Hospital in Shenzhen, told RTHK that a newly discovered mutation of the Omicron BA.5 subvariant, BF.15, could have come from Hong Kong. BF.15 and a viral genome sequencing reported by Hong Kong's Department of Health in July this year are highly homologous, which does not rule out the possibility that it is imported. At present, the strain is rarely found in the world. Its virology and clinical characteristics would have to be studied further. He also said the mutant strain has a higher immune evasion ability and that it could be more transmissible. But Dr. Liu added that there's no need to worry too much about BF.15, as it's just one of many Omicron mutations. The newly announced infections in Shenzhen comedy after the city suspended services at 24 subway stations in a bid to head off the outbreak. The world's largest electronics market of Huachangbei has also been temporarily closed. In northeast China, some 3 million people have been locked down until at least Saturday in the city of Dalian. Households are allowed to send only one person out per day to shop for necessities. Chengdu has closed many venues and suspended tour groups and plans to delay the start of the new school semester, 
while Tianjin has launched a new round of testing for its 13.7 million population to try to identify community infections. It's the fourth round of mass testing since Saturday. The National Health Commission confirmed 1,717 new local COVID infections nationwide, up from 1,696 on Monday. Overseas, Ukraine says there's intense fighting in almost the entire territory of the occupied Kherson region, where a long-awaited offensive was announced at the beginning of the week. The latest briefing from the presidency mentions a series of powerful explosions. President Zelensky said it was time for Russian troops to flee, though Moscow claims the operation has been a failure. Ukrainian MP Ina Sovson said the picture on the ground wasn't clear. It seems to me that it is a rather well-planned and smart operation, but we are, trust me, all very nervously waiting to see how that will result and whether we would be able to actually retake some parts of the territory, particularly Kherson. More shelling has also been reported around the Russian-occupied nuclear power plant at Zaporizhia ahead of a planned visit from the International Atomic Energy Agency. The Iraqi army has lifted its nationwide curfew following a call by the powerful Iraqi cleric Muqtada al-Sadar for his supporters to end their protests in the city's heavily fortified green zone. Al-Sadar made the call in a te- televised address. I say now that I walk with a bowed head and I apologize to the Iraqi people who are burdened with what has happened. My nation, having been a prisoner to corruption, is now a prisoner to corruption and violence. I had hoped for peaceful protests with pure hearts, hearts filled with love for their country, not ones that resort to gunfire. At least 20 people were killed in clashes between al-Sadar's supporters and security forces after the cleric announced his intention to step away from politics at the weekend. The sting has been taken out of the situation for now, but al-Sadar remains a powerful figure on the Iraqi stage. Aid is starting to arrive in Pakistan to help tens of millions of people affected by devastating monsoon floods that have submerged large parts of the country. Pakistan's planning minister says the floods have caused at least $10 billion worth of damage. In a speech in Geneva, the UN Secretary-General, Antonio Guterres, said over a thousand people had been killed and made this appeal for assistance. The government of Pakistan has asked for the international community's help. Let us work together to respond quickly and collaboratively to this colossal crisis. Let us all step up in solidarity and support to the people of Pakistan in their hour of need. Let's stop sleepwalking towards the destruction of our planet by climate change. To sport, and Serena Williams is not ready to say goodbye to tennis just yet, playing in possibly her last tournament. The winner of 23 Grand Slam events overcame a shaky start in the opening round of the US Open to move past Danka Kovinic of Montenegro, 6-3, 6-3. Speaking to reporters after the match, Williams was still vague about retirement. I prefer the word evolution because I feel like I'm at a stage of my life where Um, I'm not necessarily retiring, I'm just evolving from tennis. The more tournaments I play, I feel like the more I can belong out there and that's a, that's a tough feeling to have and to, um, to leave knowing that the more you do it, the more you can shine. So 
Um, but it's time for me, you know, to evolve to the next thing. I think it's important because there's so many other things that I want to do. And pretty vague about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to stay vague because you never know. Williams will face the number two seed, Annette Contavite, in the second round. The fifth seed, Ons Yabur of Tunisia, also advanced in straight sets. She was asked how she feels about being the top-ranked Muslim woman player in the world. It feels really amazing. I hope that I can send a powerful message that uh, if I made it here, everybody could make it here. And uh, especially for, for women from different different countries, especially from the Middle East, from the Arab world, I hope they can believe more in themselves and, and, and be here and uh, play uh, at any Grand Slam. In the men's draw, a couple of the top seeds have already been ousted. Number four, Stefanos Tsitsipas of Greece, was knocked out in the first round by Daniel Elahi Galan of Colombia. The American 10th seed, Taylor Fritz, was also sent packing by compatriot Brandon Holt in four sets. Among the big names who won through are the Russian top seed Daniel Medvedev and former US Open champion Andy Murray, who posted a straight sets victory over Argentino's Francisco Cherondolo. Murray says he's happy to still be able to compete at Flushing Meadows 10 years after winning the tournament. It seems like a long time ago. Um, you know, a lot's happened since then in my career, but yeah, amazing memories. Uh, it was a huge moment for me, getting my first Grand Slam here in a brutal final against Novak. And, but yeah, it feels like a really, really long time ago. Wu Yibing became the first Chinese man in 63 years to win a Grand Slam singles match. The 22-year-old ousted the 31st seed Nikolaj Basilashvili of Georgia, firing down nine aces in a straight sets victory. But it was a different story for China's top player, Zhang Zhijin. The Shanghai native had a two-sets-to-none lead against Tim van Rijdoven, but ended up losing to the Dutchman in five sets. There are four matches in the English Premier League overnight. Crystal Palace hosts Brentford in a London derby at Selhurst Park. The Palace boss, Patrick Vieira, has been impressed with Brentford's start to the season, particularly their win against Manchester United. You just have to look at the games that they play against United, where there were a lot of tempo, um, a lot of aggressivity. That's a team who can go and press higher and try to win the ball in the opposition um, half and uh, we will have to be really good on the ball if we want to, uh, to play our, uh, our game. Brighton, who are enjoying their best ever start to an EPL season, play away to Fulham. Brighton manager Graham Potter says he's happy with their form, but that it's too early to get carried away. It's a small sample, but we clearly have to be satisfied and we're, we're positive, but we know Tuesday night's a different, you know, it's a different game, we have to start again, all that stuff. But um, it'd be wrong for us to say anything other than, yeah, uh, 10 points from four games is a great return. Everton are away at Leeds United while Chelsea visit Southampton. And a reminder of our top stories, China's Politburo announces the Communist Party will open its five-yearly National Congress on October the 16th. Here, the government says schools will have to be have 90% of students triple-jabbed by November and the High Court has upheld a police warrant to search the phones of Jimmy Lai, the founder of the now-defunct Apple Daily. The news from RTHK. Now I 
I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and major lift, the Strong, but you need a crew. You saw her bathing on the roof. A beauty and the moonlight all through you. She tied you to her kitchen chair. She broke your throat and she cut your hair. And from your lips, you drew. second hour this Tuesday night and thanks for tuning our way. Jennifer Hudson and Tori Kelly the duet version of an old Leonard Cohen song taken from the film Sing and Requested by Jim H. Actually talking about Leonard Cohen, Marianne and Lennon now there's a good sort of film documentary Words of Love Guess I've got to play a slice of Leonard now Through the panic 
Till I'm gathered safely in Lift me like an olive branch And be my homeward dove Dance me 